Yo, 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 welcome to Crate 808, and today we are talking Benny the Butcher's Tanner Talk 4. We talked about Conway's God Don't Make Mistakes in the last episode, go check that out, but let us know what you think of Tanner Talk 4 in the comments, we will shout them out on the next show, and also hit like, hit subscribe, and yes, without further ado, let's get into it, some Griselda chat. Tanner Talk 4, incredible album. <laughs> Tanner Talk 4 is an incredible album. See how we've come all full, full circle here? <laughs> Tanner Talk 4 is a fucking incredible album. Ray, tell me why Tanner Talk 4 is an incredible album for you. Just the beats are crazy from the outset. And, you know, just, again, Benny's, Benny's rhyming style. I think he just keeps getting better and better. There's a couple, there's a couple of real standout um, uh Standout tracks. So there's back times too, and I put my notes. We can all relate to having a bad back. <laughs> I don't think it's about having a bad back, but I like it's it. It's not. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think there's a couple of lines in there, but yeah, uh, weekend in the Perrys. There's this one one line that I picked out. Um, um, they're crooked, bending the rules. Rappers, I consider them cool, but when you're talking most authentic, then who can fit in my shoes? I'm living my truth. The sky's the only limit I knew from drug dealing to music. I mean, what didn't I do? Um, but yeah, it's drug dealing and music. <laughs> what didn't I do? There's loads of other things that you could rap <laughs> about, but you don't. But that's fine. But the thing is, he's... he's he, your lane. He, but um, yeah, he just, he fucking smashes on that. Um, and gee, look, I know, I, I, I don't know how much we're going to go into this, but 10 more commandments. Yeah, I know. We got I got Biggie up right now behind me for the YouTube people out there. You know he's there. There's been some Biggie references in the other albums as well. I feel like this last month there's been quite Slim a bit of Biggie Popper. love. <laughs> Slim Pop is a fucking great track. I'm going to go in there. I enjoyed but this, that. This is but they, they have these moments where you it, you said it earlier about the 90s and how incredible it was. On this podcast, we talk about that fertile ground of the Wild West and everything that's been an offshoot from it. And the beauty of it is we still have it. We have all this to go go round so we all can enjoy it. But man, Tanner talk fucking four. There is this moment where you realise Conway's like really telling you in the in his album about like his past, where he is now. It doesn't seem stable. Like I said, I want to give him a hug. It doesn't feel like, it feels like he's striving for something, but it's a real struggle for him. Whereas when I hear Tanner talk four, it's more about Benny. He's still looking back. He's still looking back at everything he's done, but it almost is now like he's operating on a level where, I mean, Tyson versus Ali, where he's just like take single-handedly taking down them hip hop conversations in pubs about rankings. Literally, we've just done one on this podcast. Do you know what I mean? And him doing, taking it down with, you know, Conway, which people always compare the two. We've just done it again on this podcast. And he single-handedly takes that down and it makes you mull over what is the point of ranking art. Yo, 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 quick reminder, if you're enjoying the show, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button so you'll be kept up to date with all that we're doing. And also, man, get involved in the YouTube comments. Man, we love hearing from you fellow hip-hop heads. We love nerding out. So bring those takes and just bring that flavour, man, and we might even shout you out on the show. So yes, appreciate all the support. Now, back to the episode. Like, really, it's all... We all know that we were fucking amazing together. Not one of them could have done what they did. Because they were together is what's incredible. But because it's fun and because we like to battle, that 
moment of hearing that's a great fucking verse where Boston, you know, they what is it? Do uh, question? Do your legacy rest depending on where you rank amongst the current or the late? If so, I'm feeling like I'm straight. And you think those moments is like, yeah, your legacy shouldn't depend on where you rank at all because Master Race. No one fucking talks about Master Race. Yeah, he's a fucking incredible. No one talks about Cool Keith, or they should talk about Cool Keith more. And Dell, Dell, Dell Funko Sapien. These people, they don't probably even get mentioned in these ranks. So your legacy is still intact. So if you are listening to Benny, that's what I think, mate. Don't worry about that. But <laughs> but I I also love that con on there. Both of them are operating on an incredibly high level. And stories. What Conway's lived a fucking life. He gave a chain, a necklace to Mary Jane in front of Angie Martinez. And she's like, who the fuck you is Mary that? Mary J. Blige. That's, sorry, yeah, Mary J. Blige. Yeah. That, that is, is that true? Is that true? I'm I don't know, that. but it's but you, he's so authentic in what he says. It's hard to doubt him, isn't it? Really, like, yeah, he might not have moved the weight he's talking about, but I I understand when you talk about other shit that how deep it must be, and that kind of stuff is like, well, fuck, like I think I didn't know about that, and it means a lot that you've still brought that up and shared it with us. Uh, what did you What did you think, James, to tell a talk for? Yeah, just that, on that that thing, it's um, he's going down the pusher T route of uh, drug accountancy rap, where you have all the checks and balances of your drug game, and it's all very official. Later, like, here's the documents. Yeah, I I did all that. That's uh, no one. Did, have you done it? Have you got your? No, you've not got your accounts in order because I actually did it. The whole album's like that, but it's kind of good, <laughs> and I like the fact that he has. Uh, we're probably going to talk about it with the J Cole verse where you take that J. Cole verse and you put that on any other rapper's album other than probably Pusha T and it's a diss track to the rapper you're on the album with because <laughs> he's basically said, because no one else can hurt because there's not many other rappers who are like, we definitely did this shit like as much yeah. as Benny and Pusha and Conway and stuff like that. So I found that really good. It was a brilliant verse by J. Cole and like just fitted in perfectly. Whereas you get like people like Buster who on, um, what's it called from, was it last year or the year before where he's talking, he's like talking, it was a really entertaining verse, but he's talking about his plug and like selling mm. drugs, drugs and stuff like that. And like, it's obviously, you, you're not, are you Buster Rhymes? And Lil Wayne, but even, it, even Lil yeah. Wayne did that. He was like, I like to thank my plug at this time. I cannot forget Slime. <laughs> that was on the Conway album. And I was like, weren't you like 11 when you joined Cash Money Records? You were selling dope. Anyway, well, maybe, maybe he was, know. maybe he was, but I don't yeah. think he, I don't think he had a plug. I don't think he was. But yeah, no. Yeah, I think the authenticity of Griselda has been proven in their password. Like I said, years ago when we started talking about them, these are the guys that have fucking moved this weight and to hear them talk about it, it's, it's incredible. But I was going to say that is Def Jam Benny, isn't it? On, on John P's Caddy. John P's Caddy has that alchemist again fucking killing it if, if we if we can get more Cole and Benny together I think they work so well we all talk about Cole's but Benny's verse is fucking brilliant that's mm, probably one of my most rinse tracks of the year it's, it's unbelievable what people talk about what I brought to Griselda validity and you think those are the moments in a person's career where they're just summing up everything in so many small words and I just think like landing his lines as he does he lands them better than the majority of rappers of course he does uh but yeah by the way Jam uh, Benny conway like did that. give his chain to mary j blige 100k chain probably wasn't there worth 100k chain it's probably <laughs> probably worth more like <laughs> but 10, there you go i should imagine but you know, know. jacob the Don't jeweler know. and rappers and all that well, as as benny says in 10 in 10 more commandments he says that that you the, the reason that you put 
you buy loads of expensive jewelry is that if for whatever reason you you know mm-hmm. you you lose a connect or whatever whatever like what you can sell you there. can sell your jewelry because it holds value no, it does and not then, hold and, its, and then you're back in the game Jewelry does not. That's terrible advice. Jewelry does don't <laughs> do that. Rule don't 15. Hold guns and children and don't rule fifteen. Buy jewelry. It's as in there. An rule fifteen. No, but but just as an NFT family, just as an immigrant family, that's what we did. That's kind of it. Brought me back to. I'm not saying we were drug dealers, but there is that moment uh, where you feel like. <laughs> there's those moments where you feel like, oh shit, yeah, of course it does, because it gold obviously does hold its value. Yeah, so gold does, but jewelry doesn't. Yeah, which is fair well, enough. It, I mean, I it, that's what all our in, shit in the verse. He, in, in the verse, he says that um, uh, whips, whips, and jewels. So um, mm. I, I don't think Again, at the moment said, you buy yeah, a new car and drive it, you drive it out of the mm. off, off the lot. You've, you just, it's off. just it's just yeah. lost. I mean, <laughs> boy, de- depends yeah. what you depends what you're buying, doesn't it? I don't know. Exactly. The classic. Like, car. If, if you're buying classic cars, if you're buying um, classic cars, that might maybe it hold its value. Let's, 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 let's Plus, if you've got really good cars. taste in cars, if you've got a great taste in cars and you buy one that becomes a classic car, then, mm. you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah so just anyway, I want to trade Keep it for 50 years and you'll be in. Cool. But that might just be just when you lose your connect. And then you're like, fucking, thank God for that time. How is yeah. it that no, we, you like, why <laughs> is it that we listen? Why is this music so, we're fascinated, are we fascinated? Why, I know more about the why? drug game than I know about stuff that I actually why. should be interested in. I'll tell you in. why. <laughs> 1993 exoticness is what Raekwon said in the 36 Chambers, this is some 1993 exoticness. That line itself is so pertinent because this is shit we're never going to live. Yo, 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 just breaking up this episode to tell you all about the Crate 808 Patreon, a place where you can help support the show so we can make you more dope rap chat and to go out there and get some bonus episodes under your belt and also get involved with the live chats with the Crate 808 crew and guests. Go to crate808.com or go to patreon.com slash crate808. Sign up for as little as buying us lunch every month. You can get two bonus episodes, including hidden gem album reviews from the golden era of the 90s and also you get our series focusing on mf doom and jay dilla and also the wu-tang chronicles once a month we drop an album review of every single wu-tang member we're going to go through every solo album and then review it for you guys and right now it's ghostface go in there get them ghostface killer editions in your catalog so get involved help us grow this show and yes big yourselves up enjoy the rest of the episode boom there's an element of danger we detach from that danger we can like see that. it no. it's like film it's like, it's like scorsese why do we fucking love scorsese films i don't even it's like gangster films that, that much i'd like it if rap was about something else there is rap about something else that's what we're going to talk about in a bit There's we are going to talk rap. about that as well <laughs> we are going to talk about that but i just wanted to say there we talked about 10 uh, 10 more commandments you know what i love about talent talk 4 it definitely is it's talent talk vibes. He's definitely gone back to Derringer, Alchemist. You said the beats were on point. The beats are fucking ridiculous. He's got a better choice album. in beats than Conway. Yeah. I I don't know. I was going to think this. I think Conway is You were going to think more, this, but you decided not to think it. Because I was listening to Piano Love earlier, and I was thinking that is one of my favourite tracks of the year, Piano Love. But I think that's got maybe a few skips on it, Conway's album. But generally, it's fucking, probably only like two. I don't think Talent Talk 4 has got any skips on it. I don't think there's a skip on it. And that's why it might be Album of the Year contender, because it hasn't. And it's interesting how I'll grow with this album. But hearing the growth, that's an interesting listen to you two now talk. 
If we talked about Griselda, two new Griselda albums two years ago, Ray would not be this far into the conversation. They've grown as artists, and I think our listening has grown with them. And to hear them on this growth is amazing. And to hear him referencing Talatalk Free on Guerrero with Westside felt that kind of fanboy moment <clears throat> of, yeah, man, fucking, you know, you're referencing this whole, the concept. You know, we love concepts. And he sticks to that on that that kind of level, but he just sounds so established. He's like, that's said Def Jam Ben. He's on Def Jam. He's not on Griselda now. It's interesting where their legacy will go from here. Like when you hear the production, yes, it is kind of Tanner Talk vibes, but it's fucking odd as well. There are moments, that's what I love about Griselda. They'll have bangers, they'll have griminess, and everyone says this, but more people who talk about how odd they are and this air of mystery to someone. That's what makes like, them good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like more crack commandments is a fucking odd. Beat. That's yeah. a really, it's a real swirling beat. It's one I'd expect on a West Side Gun album. It's that kind of beat. Exactly. Thoey's like Revenge, mate. Stuff. Fucking yeah. hell. Thoey, ten more, but, but let's talk about Ten More Commandments. I, I just wanted to go in there. I, I know you guys probably love it. Biggie. I thought I thought the way it ends is amazing. Like, get out of the game. Yeah, like, that was that was game. good. I've, I've got, the only bad thing about it is that Puffy is too high in the mix. Shouldn't be talking all over it. <laughs> like you ruined you ruined most of Biggie's songs anyway but well you didn't ruin them talk about real estate yeah I don't know he's just I, I know why they've got him on there and I don't wouldn't mind a little bit of him but he's too high in the mix and you can he's just over the top of the lyrics all the time it's annoying it gives it yeah, a reference it's, but it gives, it's also it the validity it's classic Puffy though isn't it yeah exactly, exactly what you just described he never stops he never stops can't stop won't stop <laughs> he just literally can't. He literally cannot stop and won't stop. Take that. Take can that, I talk take about feature? Can I talk about feature king here? Feature king Stove God Cooks. We talked about once to talk about Stove God Cooks. That Benny verse on back two times is amazing. Anyway, but what does he say on there? I've got one here that he, fucking brilliant. My style mix of Baldy James now and Tupac. <laughs> there. Fucking. I know you don't like. I fucking love Baldy. So that was like right there. But Stove God can do the singing. He can do the rapping. He can, when's this project coming out? I want to fucking know. He's got rock. Like, come on. I think he's quite good at coke talk as well. Ray I don't know. Well. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed he's quite good what? at coke talk as well? He's very good at coke talk. He's it's underrated. Underrated talk. part of his game, Matt. But he, he's quite good at it. <laughs> it's, it's, but I, I like how versatile he is. Yeah. I like how versatile he is. Like, he can do different things. A little bit like, I know you don't like Mac, but Mac does have the versatility. He's, he's got, he's got a lot Billy, of charisma. Hmm. Definitely oozes it, mate. Oozes it. Billy Joe, Billy, you can just shout out Billy Joe. Low key might be one of the best songs on the it's album. It's got one of my Definitely. favorite lines on the whole project. Do you want to hear the, the line? Go. Which all, it gets me as well. I'm sick of all these fake bosses and temporary soldiers. I put 20 in a Toyota down in Tempe, Arizona. Rich shit, fucking famous hoes, missionary on sofas. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Missionary is an underrated <laughs> position in hip hop. Usually everyone's talk about doggy, but if you can't fucking missionary, you're not very good at fucking. That's so uh, exactly I like that, Benny. Straight stuff, down man. the line, vanilla bang, sax, bang, bang, bang the drum. That's <laughs> Benny will do that. Benny was straight down the line, mate. He's straight down the line. I think, another, mm. but you have that line, and you you talk about like Benny is more like maybe not as vulnerable. He's more knowing of his like where his path is and you know like he's a bit more like fuck you know he can be a, a goat contender by just being like you know i am that good and he kind of means it but he has vulnerability what's that fucking line on there where he says um, i wasn't really good at shit so selling poison suited me 
like that that is like the Eminem you know with the Eminem show one uh, um Holly burn Hollywood burn and M said something like um how come math how come I was never good at that and at that time for me it felt like listen back to it now it doesn't have the same punch but in that furore of 2002-2003 Benny still drops these little lines in I like there. the bit on so earlier on where he's like um something about being like Putin to poison or something like that like I thought that was quite a good line yeah 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 yeah, yeah relevant did you uh, enjoy ref- the the last track mr chowhall because that was one of my favorites because it's got quite I relevant to this conversation which is probably going to go on for hours now but uh, uh <laughs> like sort of um i don't know label beefed and sort of stuff like that on it did like the bit where they beat out the shady records like stuff mm-hmm. in there i thought that was quite interesting yeah. like how he was saying that people are saying that he's not as good as Westside at this and uh conway at this but he had a better deal than them because he didn't go with the shady deal and stuff. And like, yeah. I thought that was quite cool. It almost could, again, could be one of those, a diss to them, but then he sort of make, turns it into something that's quite interesting and like almost turns it back around how much he loves them. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm with you on that. Yo, yo, what up? This Big Capadon, and you listening to Crate 808 on the gate. Word up, don't hesitate, you know what I'm saying? Cappuccino the Great in your mind state. Straight up and down, Wu-Tang Killer Bees on a swamp. What up, world? This is her favorite color, BLU, holding it down on Crate 808 Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Crate808.com. Hey, y'all, this is Sen Dog from Cypress Hill. Listen to the Crate 808 Podcast. Yeah, what's up? This corrupt young Gotti, Dog Pound, H-R-S-M-N, and I want to let y'all know one thing. Crate 808. What's up, Raz? What's up, Rup? This is Raz Cass representing that HRSMN, no vowels, horsemen. And you are now tuned in the Crate 808. It's interesting, isn't it? This, this, where they're going to go from here with the shady <clears throat> thing. Like, I'm not going to lie, I don't think M would have fit anywhere near that Conway album. You can't have it. But M does tend to, to drop stuff on shady like releases and he didn't drop anything i thought okay that's interesting that m wasn't even on the combat he was been on a few hasn't he like he's not on a few but that first one that on came out if i remember we we reviewed that that was like one of the yeah we did we that did, was yeah. like yeah i don't know i remember so him being he on that and just being like there's a jar rule reference on it i was like this is not working is it this is not you're not fitting <laughs> yeah. in here whereas whereas meth with griselda where he did lemon was like, I'd love to hear meth, more meth. We talked about meth earlier. I yeah. like meth. I, I like shout- meth. I know it didn't seem like it earlier, but I do like meth. <laughs> <laughs> I do like it. I would shout th- the horns on Sherry's, re- Thowie's, Thowie's revenge. I've got a shout out them horns, man. They're fucking brilliant. Like some French horn shit. And just nice to fucking hear Al just doing that. Super plug as well. is another one with some sort of piano keys that I'm absolutely loving as well. And Buster <laughs> Brick as well. No, Buster Brick Nick. That's fucking superb as well. So I think it's album. And we'll see where it goes in the mid-year, but it's probably already on there. <clears throat> um, we're going to go into the next one though. But before we do, let's go back into the chat. I think... That's a good uh, question. Yeah, so uh, so in the chat, you can see that so Aaron asked the question, does their authenticity make them seem better than they actually are? And if their past was disproved, would that change the appreciation of the music? I think if, if, it found, if you found out that this ain't true, it's not going to be the same as a Rick Ross thing. You're like, you don't give a fuck because Rick Ross, who cares? He's, the, the, his music is so, I don't know, just blingy i don't know I can't, how would you describe mm. it but it's just but um this i think it i think it would and the thing what really kind of sh- um shines through with this whole album as well is that this 
how the specifics he's going into. Like Ten Cracks Commandments, the, the biggie is kind of, it's catchy and biggie is quite, you know, never get high on your own supply. Catchy, but also probably true. Um, whereas he goes into like this, his like 20 to 11 is kind of more specific and because some, yeah. you know, some, some tax yeah. advice, you know, like it's, 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 it's less yeah. catchy. It's got more of a, you know, a, a gave you power. Like the beat on that, mm. the concept is amazing, but the beats, that's all right. It's all right. It's a nice beat, but it's not, but it's, you concentrate in the lyrics. It's just the same with the beat on, on this one. But, um, yeah, I just think, yeah, but the fact that you, it, they, you'd never find out to answer the question. Like it is authentic. That's the thing, isn't it? You hundred percent know that they've they've fucking lived this because they go into so much specifics. Um, but that's yeah. also yeah, that that's um yeah, they have also, like such think, a good uh, like poetic way with the specifics. That's well, why like, ghost that's why ghost is so <laughs> heralded, is because these stories almost sound real because of the details. And I find like you aren't gonna mention some, like, some of these details. <laughs> Mm, Ghostface details in his rap are incredible. I bulletproof like, goose always, pillows. It, that, no stuff like that. that. <laughs> that's just flagrant flavorisms. But I'm talking like you know, like I'm doing um, I listen to Big Doe Rehab, and he's talking about shooting someone, and how like uh, oh no, then a bit of his nose flew off and landed on my. And he doesn't talk about just his kicks. He's talking about what make of kicks they are, and like you know, like every, Shaky Dog. When you hear Shaky Dog, that's a perfect example of details see i don't but i don't don't, don't believe ghostface very much whereas like the details like benny saying Mm. he doesn't trust a fiend unless he sees burns on his fingers that feels oddly real whereas ghostface is Mm. more like a bit like west side gun he's just a bit like almost yeah exactly it's just a bit like you know dramatized but more enjoyable for it where but but yeah Yeah. in answer to the question would I don't like any of their really like menacing stuff anyway. I like West Side Gun. It wouldn't, I wouldn't care if he didn't do it or not. He's just entertaining. So it doesn't really bother me. I think but. West Side operates on, like we said, a different level to. But he could be as. Yeah. It's, it's Benny, Benny, it would be very embarrassing if he had a Summer Jam screen in a 2 2 like prodigy moment. That would be very. Imagine, like, Jesus. Him at, uh, but then how are you ever going to prove it? It's like, I've got a photo of you at 18 not selling drugs. How? Well, okay. <laughs> Yeah. How are you, you going to prove it? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it wouldn't, Absolutely. It, it wouldn't bother me that much. It would, I, I don't really listen to this because I, through like some sort of like parasocial relationship. I need, you know, like, I watched, um, I was, I'm rewatching Atlanta as well at the moment. The bit oh. where the guy's, oh, you're the kind of guy who just blows someone's brains out in the street. Don't let me down. Don't let me <laughs> I don't down. down. That that, that's, I tweeted this. That is one of my favorite characters in TV because he's real. That guy's real, man. The actor who played him is brilliant. I don't, <laughs> so I don't know what you, I don't know what I'd do if you let me down. It's one of my favorite moments in TV. I fucking but love it. But that's what a lot of it's fans are it, like. They want, that they mm. they would be really really upset if like uh, it doesn't Stan fucking M said it all their years ago these stands <sighs> unbelievable uh, Ray let's go into some of yours mate and let's pick the pace up a little bit here because uh, we, we are yeah. lagging we've already done two come into uh, your stuff let's pick the pace up come on <laughs> no, 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 no. Gen- genuinely yeah, yeah, this yeah, one's yeah. good that one's not so good cool let's go to do, let's go to the fourth one so, <laughs> what, what are we doing next which one would you like to do? We can talk If Cocaine Could Talk 7, RJ Payne, or we could talk Rise and Fall 
of Slaughterhouse, which is going to be messy, but we can, can we go do There you go. Benny the Butcher's Tanner Talk for what an album. Probably going to be on the album of the year list, but next up we are going to talk one of my definite albums of the year already cities of vive man plays the horn that is on the next episode so go check that out and if you want to get involved in the patreon chats go to patreon.com slash crate 808 sign up sub support the show and you can get involved in these rap nerd sessions we have every month so yes catch you soon and keep it locked boom